Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to the show. I'm Sean Kreitz. I'm joined by my trusty sidekick reporter over here, Alex McLeod. She's going to be hosting some Fort McMurray Matters in the future as well. Alex, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> All right. And special guest in studio, welcome back to these two. We have Curtis and Bryce, the multi-sports award. Banquet is coming up soon. Wood, Bu- Wood Buffalo Sports Connection for you, Bryce. Uh, the Wood Buffalo Hall of Fame for you, Curtis, among plenty of other things as well. Um, Curtis, once again, thank you so much for taking the time today. Oh, I'm really looking forward to it. It was a great Easter weekend. And Alex from Calgary, a plethora of sports <laughs> knowledge. And we were talking earlier, just I'm amazed at her wealth of sports knowledge. We were talking from archery A to Zamboni's Oof. Z. So just I'm really looking forward to this interview. Yeah, yeah, me too, Bryce. Welcome as well. Thanks for taking the time again today. I'm so I'm so uh, fortunate to be here, and I'm glad that uh, Curtis didn't warm me up. Holy cow, those are big shoes to big shoes to fill. <laughs> yeah. So the banquet that we kind of I touched on right at the start, the multi sports award banquet coming up April twentieth. Um, what can you tell us about it? I think last time we had you on about a month or two ago, it was in the process of grabbing nominations, this, that, and the other. Uh, what can you tell us about the banquet now? Well, if we go off the event itself, is originally we told you guys uh, six to six to nine p.m. But because of the length of it and because of the awards, uh, the, the way the awards are working out, schedule is we're actually going from five o'clock till uh, ten o'clock. Uh, or Shell Place, sorry, Grand Ballroom, and uh, it's on the twentieth there, Thursday the twentieth. So. And a bunch of awards, right, that the, the community nominated? Is that how it's working that way? Yes. So what we did is we solicited, the last time we were here, is that we were soliciting the community for awards um, in, in a select amount of categories when we have our basic athlete awards, and then we uh, also went into the community awards. So the athlete awards is that we have a male and a female athlete of the year award, uh, team of the year award, coach of the year, um, and uh, we also have outstanding official of the year and then we uh, and also in, in addition is to the special olympics athlete of the year award so those are our athletics awards that are to the athletes the people the players on the field so to speak the boots on the ground and then uh, there's the community awards and these are the guys that are in behind the scenes whether they're whether it's through coaching whether it's through that they're just that uber volu- that super volunteer not the uber volunteer but uh, <laughs> that kind of stuff so in the community awards is is that you always need coaches when you're doing uh when you're doing any of these sports and stuff like that. So we have a developmental coach of the year. Uh, we have a sports builder, and these are the guys that uh, help to build the sport. Um, and our unsung hero, that's that person that, hey, it's that soccer <laughs> mom that's bringing the oranges to halftime and stuff like that and making sure that the, the kids are prepared for their road trips and stuff like that. And then we have, uh, finally, is we have a community spirit award, and this year is going to be pretty interesting with that one too. Is every single award nomination based or some based on a committee? 
they were nominated and then it went through us uh, through our uh, the, the Hall of Fame and the Wood Buffalo Sport Connect is that through us through the committee is that we we took the top three top five or whatever uh, and then we wheedled it down from there and, and had our discussions itself it was uh, it was quite an interesting uh, process actually is, is a, it's a really good question that you asked that but it was uh, a really uh, neat process because every one of the athletes uh, and the people the the the, in the community wards, um, everybody knew of them or knew around them and stuff. So either there were some good points, bad points, and we all put up our <laughs> all put up our our, uh, our points and stuff and points of discussion. And it was really um, really smooth. Hey, like oh, it, it. I mentioned an email shortly after that. In the, I've been doing this for you know the selection committees for forty five years, provincial, local, national, and. It was the smoothest ever. There was no animosity between the the people. There was no huge debates. No tables were flipped. No, it it, it was no Bobby Knight throwing chairs like that. No, it was amazing. You know, we yeah. we we it's disagreed really to agree on some, and it was democracy at its best. We came to a selection, and that was made. We moved on to the next selection, and uh, um, I found it quite unique. The personalities in the room. There was no clashes. And uh, just the smoothness of it and how we came to agree on each of the process for the nominations was, and it went uh, several rounds, like you weeded out, say if you had, as Bryce mentioned, you know, seven or eight nominees and that we'd weed that down in a vote, then weed down that in a second vote, and then the third vote Mm -hmm. come up with the selection. So Mm -hmm. it was a a great evening. It went about three hours. And uh, so that's 27 minutes for each of the nomination process. So it just wasn't a quick decision, like on Facebook or YouTube or TikTok, (laughs) it was uh, actually a Wikipedia discussion, and so that was really great. Yeah, what was uh, neat about what I, I my my feedback on it was is that we, when we finally decided who who is who in the zoo, um, everybody stood by it too. It wasn't a matter of walking away and going, well, maybe that person or maybe this person. Everybody that's on this list deserves to be on this list, and that's that would have been probably the hardest thing amongst us in our group was that everybody that we're talking about is, is so we may have a finalist, but all the the, the three three to four people underneath the, that that were also in the running is that they all deserve to be on the list. So that that's where it got tough, and that's where some of the votes were. But really, is is that everybody here is deserving of what we're doing here? So. Sean, he must have been reading a book this morning. Who was who in the zoo? Like <laughs> teaching a little oh, class. Yeah. Yeah. Who was who in the zoo? Green eggs and ham. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, if only I could rhyme, I can only get the clips. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what was the process like getting nominations from the public? Was that uh, was that easy? Was it tough? Um, how did that process go about? Um, yeah, is it? It was relatively easy. Uh, I think next year, once these awards, like this, is a first time out. I think next year is is that uh, I think it will be a process. Um, this year is is that for a first time doing something like this within the community and and people knowing about it and and uh, going forward is is that next year is going to be. Uh, I bet you next year is going to be way tougher, but uh, it'll be the same process. Is, is that we'll try to get the media out there. We'll try to get people um, comfortable in, in knowing that uh, the awards are coming. And, and hey, keep it in mind is is that you can be awarded. You know, you can be playing a summer sport, winter sport doesn't really matter. Is usually sometimes these awards is that people don't realize that it's the it's the whole year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's. Uh, Sometimes uh, people forget about that, but if we do the right things in the advertising and stuff like that to keep it in the forefront, um, it'll be good. 
And it's so what it's what took place in 2022. So if an athlete saying um, we recently had a young girl who was playing for Grant McEwen won a national championship, mm-hmm. but that's 2022-2023. So we we would take her into account for next year's award. So it's what's basically happened in 2022. Right, right. And then for a full list of who has been nominated, is that, are they available to the public yet? Do the people know? Can we check out uh, the full list of all the people nominated for the awards coming up? Yes, as far as I know is that we're having the press release come out uh, and then it will be pu- published up on our, our webpage and then it will also be released to you guys, the media and stuff like that so that we can go, so that people can see it. Because it is a long list is that we've got nine awards and we've got three three individuals in each of those award classes and actually it's, it comes down to 10 because uh, we have a female and a male athlete of the year. So it's not just one or the other or, mm-hmm. or the athlete, it's 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 both. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I could, I could read you the list but <laughs> (laughs) Then it'd be like, okay, well, where'd the hour go? And we're just like that. We're going to take our first break with Bryson Curtis, and we'll be right back. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Joined in studio with Bryson Curtis. The multi-sport award banquet is going on. Uh, shifting over to the Hall of Fame aspect of everything, Curtis. When I guess when was the last time people were inducted into the Hall of Fame? Is it every year, or how does that process? It started go? in 2007, and then uh, we naturally in 2016 uh, we didn't have it because a catastrophe that happened in Fort McMurray with the Horse River Fire, and then in 2017 was our last induction. And then it went into hiatus for a couple of years. Now it's back for 2022-2023 it's back for. So it was a hiatus a couple of years. It wasn't in, uh, held. But this year we have four amazing inductees. We have Josh Dow, who is a swimmer, University of Calgary. And he uh, swam for the Dinos, or the Dinos, you know, where you went to school. And uh, another athlete that went to University of Calgary Dinos was Fiona Walsh, who played at Compton High School. And I can see her being a future inductee into the Wood Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame. She went to Florida to play D- Division One volleyball. Then she came back and led the Dinos to a, then it was CIA U Sports, now it's called U Sports, led them to a national championship in women's volleyball and she was MVP. But Josh comes from there, the Dinos, and when he was 12 years old, he, he broke, um, I think it was four or five records held by Mark Versfeld. And Mark Versfeld was in our second year of inductees for the Wood Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame in 2008. And he performed the Olympics, both of them backstroke were their main events, mm-hmm. and Josh was at one time the 11th fastest backstroke in the world at one time wow. when swimming, so he's a very fast athlete, so he's in. And then we have Janet Hatfield, Brian Hatfield, very adv- advocate for sports and community functions, and Janet played basketball at Father Patrick Mercury Community High School, and she led the team to championships three consecutive years in Challenge Cup, an event I was honored to start in 1983, nice. and then she went on to Grant McEwen, and then from Grant McEwen, she led them to silver medal, went to the University of Victoria Vikings, had three great years there, and then went to Germany. So she's one of three local athletes to play pro basketball from Fort McMurray, the other two being Harper Baines and Sam Salter. And then she played a couple of years in Germany, top rebounder, windexing the boards. And then she retired, played one more year in Denmark, retired. And then we have uh, Graham Gillick, David Gillick's uh, son, and Andrew was a great cross-country skier too. Not one, but two Olympics he participated in, so one of five local Olympians, and so great to see Graham in there. I remember him as a five-year-old skating around. And then our last is Compton Vigilance, and Compton fits the role of community. 
Uh, he's never been involved on the national scene or international scene, but community first always. This is a man who put in four decades of time in the community volunteering in basketball officiating, basketball coaching, basketball uh, volleyball officiating, soccer officiating, coaching. Seven days a week he was on his uh, field of endeavor, and he's one of these guys that, you know, we always believe that each and every athlete has the enthusiasm and dedication to achieve, but somebody holds that key, and Compton Visions held that key and locked the age of enthusiasm in thousands and thousands of people in the community. So four great inductees into this year of the Wood Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, I love, uh, for anyone listening, no paper or anything in front of you right here, Curtis. This is all just... Etched mm-hmm. in your brain right there. All these, the wonderful stats and information on everyone. Uh, what is the process? How, what was the criteria for picking these four? Uh, did you, again, like kind of like the, the award ceremony? Was there a list of like, okay, we have 20 people in mind here. Can't put all 20 people in. Uh, how do you nimble it down to four? Well, originally any sports hall of fame is usually the board selects most of them the nomination process because for example uh, we would get phone calls saying well my son uh won a uh, provincial championship in weightlifting well I'd, I'd say well that's great ma'am you could you know nominate him but did you know we had shane dixon a local boy who was the world champion for years in weightlifting or somebody might say well we have a marathon runner that won two marathons. Well, we had Arthur Taylor here (laughs) who held a world record for 30 years for marathon. So as a board, usually you have your people there who have the knowledge and experience and knowing who the the athletes are. Mm -hmm. And so most boards at first rely on the board to kind of figure out who they are, then they go through the nomination process, and then sometimes, uh, then it'll flow in where Bryce says more people become interested and they start nominating these jewels from other sports. And the thing with sports, we talked about, I'll be real quick, um, the thing with sports is, and I emphasize that the other uh, sports uh, heritage hall of fames in Canada, and then they saw that, there's more than one sport. There's 3,500 different sports in the world. Like little communities in Spain have a sport where they jump over the born babies every year, yeah. or they throw a beret on a hat. Those are sports. And so in our sport hall of fame, which I am proud of, and which the committee is proud of, we have Mike Klippenstein, you know, 30 world champions in jet ski. Uh, Al Hancock climbing, you know, all the summits in the world. So sports is a vast spectrum, and we try to get out of that Facebook mold where it's just, they must not be that good because they're not in my Facebook group. So we have to look outside that Facebook mm-hmm. group and look at the entire spectrum of sports. The joy of sports, it's, mm-hmm. it's for everybody. The diversity. And the criteria, I guess, just kind of shifts on a case-by-case basis, just uh, mm-hmm. like you were mentioning, well, this person won a provincial marathon. Well, cool, but case-by-case basis, it kind of shifts with everyone yeah. that's no- yeah. nominated. Yeah, and 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 there's always people, come, like in my research, I have, I'm have i writing a book right now, I found that our first great athlete was in 1934. <laughs> there was only 100 people in town. Mm. And Watt May's wife, the pilot Violet May, had the best show-jumping horse, Eagle Bay. In, the, in, in North America. So there's a candidate for possible induction. Maybe in, we'd have to get a veterans category for people in the 30s and 40s. And they will all be highlighted at uh, the banquet, which will wrap yep. things up at the Multisport Award Banquet. They're going to be uh, highlighted up on stage. Yeah, we'll have a video. We have a biographies made up of each, and uh, each will be receiving a special monument for the Wood Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame, and then the Wood Buffalo Sport Connection, too. We, they'll be receiving different items, and we have video vignettes that'll be uh, shown on the screen also. 
Yeah, we've done uh, done a fair amount of work on that on the the multimedia part. Um, once this is uh, this is also being videotaped uh, or video, I don't know how you want to call it for digitally done. Um, but once we're uh, completed, is is that we'll also have the opportunity to throw it up on Shaw TV as well, um, and and be able to present those awards that way li- or not live, but but pre-taped. But still, it is, is a, that's a pretty nice thing to be able to give back to the communities to have that uh, have have it accessible to more than just the people that are there in that. That room so and with all that being said can you wrap up why it is so important uh, to bring back the, the banquet like this and just to have something like this within the community just to highlight everything to celebrate the joy of sport like that's the simple simplest way it can we're all celebrating the joy of sport sport helps the community and uh, like it's a long time coming uh, the way that uh, the Sports Hall of Fame when it first when the first inductees came I was there at, at the the original and uh, I thought it was great it was a great platform um, and I think this here is is that it's a it's a long time coming is is that uh, enjoying sport and the community that we're we're in is is that uh, it goes hand in hand and that's that's why that's why we're doing it now and it, it's crucial at this time here is that if we're looking around us is is that our community Community is our community, so let's acknowledge it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's that's really what this is all about. Mm-hmm. If someone's enjoying everything that they're hearing in their ears right now, what are they getting into on the night of the twentieth? Uh, is it just like sit down, taking the awards, taking everything, or what does the itinerary look like if you're going to the event? Well, some uh, we'll get Bryce on that, but some of the things that I'm excited about is the silent auction items and the live auction items. We have uh, um, from from my dermatologist in Edmonton is a, a skin package. It's not I just it's for just clipping old cancer stuff. <laughs> It's, it's not for good looks. I already have those, uh, but it's uh, but it's uh, twelve hundred dollars, and you get a, all these fancy skin creams and everything. That's one of the live auctions, and then from my dentist, Doctor McCoy, we have a thousand dollars worth of Botox and. Uh, uh, teeth whitening. Mm, and there'll be silent auctions oh, too, yeah. you know, like with a lot of sp- yeah. hockey cards and stuff like that also. Yeah. And with- we're, uh, we're theming it out too is, is that uh, something that's going to be interesting there is that uh, on our itineraries we have a picture of the that uh, 19, uh, the hockey team there, the, the oh, yeah. Murray Cubs. Yeah. I actually have a friend that uh, that uh, we're, we're theming out the with try to get as many retro jerseys as we can and local like not uh you know the, the maple leafs mm-hmm. or anything like that or whatever but uh local jerseys and we want to scatter it in in and around with the jerseys and stuff and i got a hold of a friend of mine got uh, one of those jerseys a replica made so like that'll be oh, one, wow. one of those one of those things that uh would be a nice little focal point when i we did uh uh, hometown hockey is that I did the wall of jerseys and I'm going to be able to pull some of those out and, mm-hmm. and we're also getting some baseball and anybody who's got jerseys that that, that are listening that are uh, that are old timers and then says hey well maybe this would be kind of cool is, is that I found that when we did that in uh, the hockey the hometown hockey when people came through the stories that came out from just seeing the the old artifacts and that's mm-hmm. what I love about the Hall of Fame is, is that just recently I gave the Hall of Fame um, we had a jersey and a football uh, from the Monarchs first season that uh, I gave to the Hall of Fame and stuff and, and the story that goes behind that is is that, that when you have people that are that played and they come in and see that kind of stuff is is that the stories that get out it's that celebration of sport again, right? So that's what we're uh, we're hoping on with with how we theme it. And mm-hmm. next year's theme is that we'll see if we can capture some lightning in a bottle again, and <laughs> and uh, and uh, do do the same thing as find some way to mm-hmm. get people to be interested in wanting to come out. 
It's Bryson Curtis in the studio here talking about the Multisport Award Banquet coming up. Just going to take another break and we'll be right back. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back. We have Bryson Curtis in studio. Can you tell us a little bit more about that Multisport Awards Banquet coming up? And it's a stand-up function too, serving... Yeah. What do you call those? Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres? Hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, it's not a sit-down meal. In the past, we've done a sit-down meal, but for how long we're going at it, 5.15 to 10 o'clock, and for how many awards are going in, and, and the, the, the the flow is is that uh, it was much easier to uh, have it as a stand-up mingling social. It's a social event. That's mm-hmm. what we're doing it for, and it's a stand-up mingling, mingling of stuff. And hopefully those that are being inducted, the Hall of Famers and also the uh, the award winners, um, is that they get a chance to mingle with one another and stuff like that. And uh, like you say, it's, uh, I'd love to see a couple of tables telling stories. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you want to be able to to go back at and say, hey, we had a good time. Is is it? And no, excuse me, and the stories that we heard and stuff like that is is it that, that uh, like I said, making an event. Mm-hmm. And, and what's going to be interesting is I can I, I can envision. I think we all can envision that some of these. Uh, recipients, I don't like to use the word winners, recipients of the Wood Buffalo Sport Connection will be future Wood Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame inductees. So they get to see the prominence of the Wood Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame and what these people have done, and they can achieve to that level too. They say, hey, I know that guy, I can achieve to that level Mm -hmm. too. I know that woman, I can achieve that level too. Mm People like what they're hearing, uh, open to the public, where can people, how do they attend, buy tickets, that type of thing? You bet. Basically, is we're going to be doing the media, the media parade, and then hopefully uh, through uh, either through our Facebook page or in through um, through our website uh, to the Wood Buffalo Sport Connect is is that uh, they can buy online the tickets. And uh, as far as I know, is that there's also if there's room available uh, at the door as well. So and that's www.sportwoodbuffalo.com. Do people say www still? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, get the point across. <laughs> Hammer it down. <laughs> Make sure they I'm, I'm, I'm know it's a website. Space, space book or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> we love to see it. We absolutely love to see it. Uh, anything else we haven't covered with uh, the banquet, with Buffalo Sport Connection, the Hall of Fame in between that we need to get out there? Oh, I was going to ask, like, what's the youngest person being inducted into the hall? If you know that, <laughs> or like the youngest person being nominated, like kind oh, of. Oh yeah, for the hall they're yeah. all older, but yeah. yeah. But well, go actually. That's actually a pretty good question for the Hall of Fame. Well, the the youngest I think is going to be uh, Graham Gillick, who's going to be nominated this year. May be the youngest, or Janet Hatfield, because they ended their careers very early, and uh, a lot of athletes, you know, were inducted. You know, their careers ended later in life. And, and and you look at the Royal Bank Cup 2000 when we won the Royal Bank Cup, which was symbolic of junior A supremacy in hockey in Canada from coast to coast to coast. Those guys finished their careers at 21, 22, but a lot of them went on to university sports or pro sports from the Barons. So that's a great question. Um, we could look into future someone like Seaman Lau. Seaman Lau was a gymnast and she reached a claim at um, age eight, but then she went to university or Ohio State. But I, I think just being inducted, uh, the very young is, is you know Graham Gillick and Janet Hatfield will will uh, be. That, that's a great question to ask. That's a great question. What about the Pee Wees? 
Well, the pee the peewee <laughs> yeah, pee yeah. kids are inducted too. They achieved their fame at the Quebec International when they I don't know were eleven or twelve. Yeah, the peewee tournament, age. yeah, yeah. But you know, but, but being inducted, you know, at the and then we have some that are inducted in their sixties and seventies, and you know, perhaps in the future in their eighties. But on the on your side, the Wood Buffalo Sport Connect, we have some young people. You bet. And through uh, the Athlete of the Year Year Awards. Um, the younger athletes themselves is that it is from the basically age 13 and on up is is that uh, that's that's what has been nominated um there we had a couple of gymnasts and you know that they have a young a young short career or whatever we had a couple of gymnasts that were also nominated they, they didn't make it into the final into the final four but uh yeah you'll see it from if if they're doing well is that uh is it, this is the place to be able to show it up in the community and stuff like that so uh, but yeah we have gage 13 years old um, one of the guys that's in the you know ma- male athlete of the year is thirteen, so that's crazy. Just like seeing people so young doing amazing things, I guess. <laughs> like <laughs> Curtis with the Hall of Fame, Bryce, you're with Wood Buffalo Sports Connection. Thank you so much again uh, for just spreading your knowledge, raising the awareness, and coming and joining the chat today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you very much for everything you do in promoting the community and the awareness of this great home we call Fort McMurray. <laughs> yeah, community's where it's at. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Cooper and Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix103.7.